the Marlins have a brand new manager, and it's not a high-profile one. There's some managerial openings that could potentially be open and some big names still floating around. Meanwhile, I have some more thoughts with H-Town regarding the upcoming World Series. It's a bonus episode for audio listeners, and this is Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Lockdown MLB, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This is a bonus episode. It's being dropped on the 26th day of October 2022. Uh, my interview with H-Town Wheelhouse of Lockdown Astros went on a little bit long, and so I decided to split it in two. Meanwhile, there's been some interesting developments regarding managers, some that I thought would be fired that aren't, openings that haven't opened up, and one that closed as Skip Schumacher is now going to be in charge of Miami. Uh, follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully, with Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I have posted... Uh, H-Town and I talked on uh, Tuesday night. We went on for nearly 50 minutes, and it was a live stream, so the video posted automatically as the the entire piece. So if you want to see the whole thing on video, uh, you have it there. Uh, For the audio, I decided to split it in two, so I have two episodes going on and, you know, more manageable length. And as I was getting ready to prep the episode, Uh, I noticed that the Miami Marlins made an announcement and that was Don Mattingly, of course, has gone. He resigned as the manager of the Marlins and there's been all sorts of whisperings that does this mean he's going to be the manager of the Yankees is Jeter who he left the Marlins is Jeter going to take over the Yankees, all this stuff, who knows if any of it's true, but you know, there, of course there are some names are floating around. Bruce Bochy took over the, you know, in my opinion, shockingly took over the Texas Rangers. And the opening that was in Miami was filled by Skip, uh, Skip Schumacher. Say that three times fast. Skip Schumacher is your new manager of the Miami Marlins. Um, he's obviously had a very long career, was part of the St. Louis Cardinals, got a World Series ring for his troubles. And he has been a, well, I mean, he's been in coaching staffs. He has been, uh, he played in the 2011 World Series with the Cardinals. He actually was part of the 2006 World Series champion Cardinals as well, but he wasn't on the postseason roster. He was on the postseason roster and played in the World Series against the Texas Rangers and also played in the World Series uh, in the uh 2013, uh, no, he was part. Sorry, he was part of the Dodgers in 2013, who lost to the St. Louis Cardinals in the uh, National League Championship Series. Uh, he is, you know, he has a strong background. As you know, as I mentioned before, played over 11 seasons in the major leagues, and he has been a coach 
with the St. Louis Cardinals, and he has been a assistant with the San Diego Padres. Um, I don't know what to make of this. I mean, he's a good baseball mind, you know, coaching experience. Um, and do a shot. I'm going to mention Bruce Bochy's lieutenants. I still don't understand why Hensley Mullins and Roberto Kelly aren't given any of these opportunities. There are former managers out there still floating around. And, of course, two big of the two Joes, Joe Madden and Joe Girardi, both fired in midseason. The Angels, I don't think anyone would be a fit with the current Angels organization. The fact that the Phillies went on a rampage after Joe Girardi was fired is not a great advertisement for Joe Girardi. I do think Girardi would make a good manager for a rebuilding team that needs a bit of a stern hand to sort of smack the team into shape. I think that, frankly, Girardi would make a great manager for a team like the Marlins, a team that has some talent and a lot of young talent and could probably use a stern hand there. Uh, Girardi was the manager of the Marlins in, uh, what was it, 2006, when they had a zero budget. And they wound up contending for a wild card spot until the end of the season. He won the National League Manager of the Year that year. And because he was clashing with ownership, was immediately fired. Joe doesn't seem like a cute and cuddly guy, but maybe some teams need a manager who's cute and cuddly. Um, I, you know, this is Kim Ng's first real uh, hire as a manager. She came in as the general manager for Miami. Don Mattingly was already in place. So this is, she picked Schumacher. This is her choice. And she seems to have a baseball IQ off the charts. And, and so let's see how this works. Uh, I'm a big believer in getting someone with managerial experience, even if it's minor league managerial experience, but you know, Schumacher could turn out to be a fine you know, he, a, a, a fine coach. He's part of the Cardinals organization. That's a winning culture. And that was a big thing that they said. Her quote was, uh, it was important to find an individual who's been part of a winning culture. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. There are some things that do surprise me. Uh, I am surprised that John Schneider got renewed as the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, I know he went 46 and 28 during the stretch after they got rid of Charlie Montoyo. But I kind of thought the way that they lost the division series, that he was an interim manager, that they blew that massive lead. What was it? What was they were up? Uh, was it eight to one that they were up in the uh, series in that in the potential elimination game against Seattle? Uh, I really thought that they were going to be, uh, you know, that that was a, a, a spot where he was going to find a new manager. But alas, that is not the case. Um, and we'll see what happens with, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, the White Sox are, of course, looking for a new manager. And the Miguel Cairo situation, uh, I thought that he, I thought they were just going to uh, renew him. But there looks like they're going to be searching for, new, for someone new. Um, you know, the Angels have Phil Nevin for the remainder of the 2023 season. I don't understand that. Is he the person who's going to be long-term? And I thought the with all the money and the, the attention that was spent on the uh, 
on the Minnesota Twins, uh, I thought that Rocco Bedelli was going to get the heave and the hoe. But alas, he's back as well. So we're going to see who's going to be the new manager of the White Sox. That seems to be the, the biggest prize out there right now. And it's a team that could potentially be a, a winner next year. So uh, we're going to see. We will see what happens right there. But uh, it's an interesting signing. Skip Schumacher, we'll see. Another guy, former part of the Cardinals organization, and we'll see how that fits in with the St. Louis, with the Miami Marlins, and if that means they're going to be winners or if it's going to be more of the same. But, okay, well, in the next segment, we are going to talk with H-Town Wheelhouse uh, finishing up our conversation about the Astros, let's talk a little bit about Simply Safe. As everyone knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks when it comes to saving money. Simply Safe always stays on top. And right now, you can save big with Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving listeners 40% of their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022 by U.S. News. Look at your safety is the only thing that matters, and Simply Safe has that in mind with 24 7 professional monitoring when a threat is detected simply safe monitoring professionals will promptly contact you and dispatch first responders to your home even if you're away or unable to respond 24 7 personal monitoring costs under a dollar a day that's less than half the cost of adt's traditional professional installed system simply safe blankets your home with protection with advanced sensors for every room window and door, HD security cameras inside and outside your home, and smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when the threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our modern experts can use proprietary response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, so you get the highest priority police dispatch. Don't miss the chance to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash lockdown and will be today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash lockdown MLB today. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Okay, we're going to dive right in to the conversation I had with H Town Wheelhouse, which was part of yesterday's podcast, but you know, we went a little long. So here's me with the host of locked on Astros H Town Wheelhouse. But to me, the worst look was after the game in Houston when Aaron Boone, Ishigawa, and um I forget who else said, well, you know, the roof was open. And had the roof been closed, I don't know if you remember this. Aaron Boone complained about the roof being being open being closed and not open during one game, I guess a couple years ago with the Astros. And I'm like, you're the Yankees. Like all I hear from Yankees nation is 27 rings, 27 rings. There were the group. You, you know, we are, we are the gold standard. And Sully, I'm sorry. Yankees fans across America. Y'all aren't the standard anymore. The Houston Astros are. The A in American League stands for Astros because okay, we have I'm, I'm put a, go there, hold on, hold on. We have put on a clinic of player development 
We're ranked 28th in the major leagues, and we're still pumping out Hunter Browns. Yeah, we're still pumping out, you know, Christian Javier's, and mm -hmm. all I'm saying is this: and Jeremy Pena. I was you lose yeah, you lose Correa and you don't miss a point. And you get him. And my thing is, it was embarrassing. I was embarrassed for them. Why make excuses for yourself? Yeah. Just take it on the chin. But the Astros are the first team in Major League history to beat the Yankees in four different playoff series. It's never been done before. That's huge. I'm not going to go where that could go there because I'm going to go about praising this 2022 team, a team that has no baggage, a team where you can, you know this team has been scrutinized. This team yeah. is giving a gigantic middle finger to the people who booed them and said, okay, how about us now? How do you like us now? Is it still just cheating? you got to really be reaching. By the way, the optics of Boone in this postseason is that complaining about the roof being closed is the second dumbest thing he said in a press conference. Because the dumbest thing he said is he tried to motivate the Yankees by showing them 2004 World uh, American League Championship Series Why? reel, the darkest moment of Yankees history. He was trying to choose to motivate the Yankees? Uh <laughs> You would think that someone who was part of that Curse of the Bambino lore with his walk-off home run against Tim Wakefield would understand that maybe a pep talk from Big Poppy is not the optics that you uh, you would want to have. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah that was that was something that I I had actually forgotten about for a hot minute. Yeah, I was like, hold on, you're showing your rivals' tapes. That would be like. Us showing a Dallas Cowboys or a Dallas team, or 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 that would be like the Dodgers showing a Giants World Series when you're know, like, you remember when the Giants beat us and and they were up? I'm like, I couldn't believe that. H Town, stop reaching for an example because there's no stupider example you could come up with. <laughs> you're right. Okay, there, you're right. you no matter what I, you I say, stand nothing's dumber than say let's. Pump the Yankees up by showing them the darkest moment of their team's history. By showing the team getting beat by the by the Red Sox. <laughs> Seriously, oh, God, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, so many great Yankee comebacks they've had in, in their history, and and they they don't, they don't pull one of those. Well, you know, show the Aaron Jeter Boone's... Joe, show the Jeter flip when they beat Oakland in yeah. two thousand one. What are we, what are we nuts here? But anyway. Look at um, this segment. I want to talk a little bit about the fact that, yes, uh, the the Astros are basically giving a middle finger to their haters, um, which is amazing to see. It's actually one of the reasons why. And 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 Astros Twitter and and Astro fans who've been some of you've been writing nasty things or trying to bait me when, on stuff. I, I want you to listen to the words I'm about to say, and I'm about to alienate my own family. Okay. I have many, many relatives who grew up in Wilmington, Delaware, and are diehard Philadelphia Phillies fans. I went to a Phillies game this year, could not have had a more fun time, wore a Phillies hat. Uh, I've normally always dreamed for the Philadelphia Phillies, okay? You hearing what I'm about to say? I, your pal Sully, who some of you think has unreasonable hatred for the Astros, I am rooting for the Astros to win the 22 World Series. This is the first time I've rooted for the Astros to win the World Series in months because I rooted for them to win the 2021 World Series against Atlanta. Okay. 
So seeing in back-to-back years, I'm going to be saying go Astros during the World Series is a very strange way to express uncontrolled hatred for a franchise. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that. Part of the reason why I am rooting for them is the middle finger quality. There is something beautiful that was like, oh, you think we just won because we cheated? Okay, watch us scrutinize everything we do, and we're going to sweep it. We're going to be better than ever. We're now talking about a perfect postseason, and the best thing we could come up with is opening up a roof, okay? Okay? And, of course, uh, I'm such a Dusty Baker fan. He is, when he wins, what, 20 games next year, he'll pass Walter Alston to be ninth in the all-time wins uh, uh, win total. As I I rattled off all the teams he's taken to the postseason, some of them were dreadful when he showed up. Cincinnati was irrelevant. The Giants were about to move to freaking Tampa Bay before he showed up. And then he took an impossible situation with an Astros team with scrutiny, deserved scrutiny like we've never seen before, and took this team that could have fractured, could have splintered, could have become pariahs, and basically said, F all that, let's go. And, 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 has, and has become the beloved centerpiece of this team. And I, I'm, I'm mainly rooting for the Astros because of Dusty Baker. Because if he wins, there is no argument to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. None. Zero. I don't think yeah. there is now. But if he wins, he will have matched Earl Weaver in World Series titles. Okay, people have matched Leo DeRocher in World Series titles, and so um, yeah, I, I'm I'm. This is a team that is showing up their critics. I'm not a football guy. Everyone thinks I'm a football guy with the Patriots. I don't care about the Patriots, but this is not too dissimilar from after some of the scandals involving them. They won two or three more Super Bowls. And, okay, how do you like us now? How do you like us now? You know. Um, I think it was said best when Chaz McCormick, who really has become one of the best hitters in this postseason for this Astros team, said, we have a bitter taste in our mouth from last year. Like, we remember what happened last year. And Justin Verlander saying things, it's, it's intangibles for me, saying, I have a new perspective on life, on baseball life, on my opportunity to pitch. Because I didn't know that I would actually be able to come back out and do this ever again. And now I have a daughter. I have a family. And my perspective has completely changed. This team has a reinvigorated Yuli Gurriel, who has found the fountain fountain of youth once again and is hitting the ball very well. Alex Bregman, who was basically playing with a broken hand in the World Series last year, perfectly healthy, climbing up the all-time RBI list for postseason by third baseman. And all while Altuve has been somewhat silent, Alvarez has lately gone a little cold, but this team top to bottom, Sully, they want to win this more than I think anybody else. Not just for them. I think they want to win it for the city. I think they want to win it for Jim Crane. And I think Jim Crane wants them to complete it. And, you know, he said in that post game, one of our local guys asked him, what do you think about this run? Like seven and zero. Oh, like, how does that feel? I mean, did you see that coming? He said, he said, no, you don't ever see something like that coming because the teams you're playing are in the playoffs. They're good. The Yankees are a good team. The Mariners are a good team, but we've put together a group of guys 
that they're close, they play well together, and they motivate each other. And I think it's kind of funny. Phillies fans are saying, we're going to bring it to Houston. We're going to let them know because we've never been able to dis- to express our disdain for the Astros. What they don't realize is the Astros have been through the fire and they weren't burned. They've been through the waters and they weren't consumed, Sully. I'm not going to start preaching, but the Houston Please Astros, don't. I think, are poised. <laughs> the, the Astros are going to be, I think, sitting very nicely at the end of this World Series. I, I really think this is a team, and I've said in an article two weeks ago, I think this is the best team, top to bottom, that the Houston Astros have ever assembled. Better than 19, better than 17, better than 21. I agree. I agree. This is the best team of this run. I think it's the deepest pitching staff. Uh, if you had told me that they would lose Carlos Correa and have their best team, uh, I also didn't see the return of Verlander coming. I didn't see him coming back and being this strong. Uh, I didn't see him coming back, quite frankly. But uh, this is a look at most people will be rooting against the Astros. We all know that the Phillies bandwagon is going to be incredibly strong. And there's also, I mean, there are reasons for me personally to pull for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, one thing would be is be a gigantic billboard for teams to be motivated to try to get that sixth spot in the playoffs, you know, like, well, what will it matter? We're just kind of, Oh, we could win the world series. Oh my goodness. Uh, It's also a walking billboard for maybe Dave Dombrowski is who you want to run your organization. Yeah. He'll trade all your prospects away, but you'll have a couple trips to the world series under your belt. And isn't that the whole point of it? Um, And also I like it when my stars win titles. And Bryce Harper, all those years playing for Washington, he leaves. They win the World Series. <laughs> Harper's a wonderful player, uh, and I like. As I said, I like it when superstars win World Series. I think that's it makes me happy when stuff like that happens. Nothing against the teams that are filled with grind them out lunch pail guys, but I like my stars to get rings. And yeah. but also, but for 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 Astros fans, at least from my perspective. Um, beyond just sort of the middle finger of, oh, you think we just weren't going to be, okay, now you think it's just trash cans? Look at us. We're, we're going to sweep our way through, and no one's doing anything. How, maybe we should have the trash cans. The, 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 the Yankees could have won a game or two. Um, I think uh, the middle finger quality for that, but also for Astros fans, if they win the World Series, and if anyone tries to give them grief about this, that, or the other things, like, uh, we won in 2022 when every move we did was scrutinized. So, uh, yeah. you know, give us that one. Get off her back. Uh, Donovan Burrell, uh, whose uh, text is a little too big to post up here, uh, he said uh, he's a Yankee fan who's rooting for the Astros. Can you believe that? Um, wow. He says, uh, my Astros got destroyed, my Yankees got destroyed by the Astros. I'm going to root for you guys because I don't want the Phillies to win the World Series. Every time a team from Philadelphia wins the World Series, there's an economy collapse. Um, <laughs> well, and, you know, yeah, 2008, let's save the economy, go 2008 uh, 1980 didn't look so great. And let's not forget the 1929 Philadelphia A's won the World Series and the Great Depression started. So, yeah, you might be onto something there, Donovan Burrell. You might be onto something. Or you may be bonkers. Um, look at here's what I really want, and I'm, we're going to talk Phillies and and 
and I'll talk, I'll praise the Phillies in the, in another episode too. Uh, here's what I really want. I want seven games. Hmm. I know you want a perfect, I mean, if they get a perfect postseason, then, you know, having Dusty Baker's name on a perfect postseason, that would be his grand legacy. That would be his masterpiece. I want a seven game series. I want a game seven that is the blank game, the Alvarez game, the Altuve game, the Harper game, the Segura game, the Maldonado game, whatever it is, the game that have people calling it like that six game between uh, Texas and St. Louis in 2011, like the game with Madison Bumgarner coming out three to two final in Kansas city, like the finale, including the Rajay Davis home run, the rainstorm and the Cubs rallying and the Indians rally. They were called the Indians. Then don't get on me. And they were called the Indians. Then, uh, you know, that amazing game seven between Cleveland and Chicago. Um, you know, I want a game like that. Yeah. And while I really would love to see dusty win more than anything, I want a complete wonderful game that captures the imagination of anyone who happens to be watching. That's what I want. Is that asking too much? I don't think it's asking too much, but my question is Mm -hmm. in a real world scenario, Mm -hmm. do the Phillies have the endurance when it comes to arms in the bullpen and guys off the bench like the Astros do? I think, I think the Phillies, though, I think the Phillies win a couple games in this. I think it goes to six, and I think Houston clinches in game six at home. That's just how I'm seeing it, because I think the Phillies, the Astros win one in Philadelphia. That's all you need to come back to Houston. They win two in Philadelphia. They get the feel goods. They get the crowd. They get two out of three. All right, we got, you know, we're only down three, two. We got to force a game seven. I just don't see the Astros not unloading all their bullets in their clip in the bullpen, starters, whoever they got to, to secure that game six victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. But I wonder, because both the Astros and the Phillies have had timely hitting. The Astros haven't hit a ton, but they've hit when it's counted. Right. You're going to have two teams that have good pitching and timely hitting, where's the water going to break? Where's the crack in the foundation? And who exposes that crack first? Well, I think the thing that, and we'll wrap up on this here. Um, I think the thing that's going to help Philadelphia the most to try to steal a game in Houston is that they're, they'll be able to line their pitching staff up the exactly where they want. Obviously, Houston will be able to do that as well. But they'll be able to start Nola and Wheeler, who both have been tremendous this postseason, especially Wheeler. And, you know, you could see them matching zero for zero with Houston and someone like a Harper or Schwarber hitting one, you know, in upper deck and, and you know, pumping their fists and everything like that. Uh, I think the I think that they're, the starting pitching will be – a wash in game one and two. And I think that that's the thing that will help Philadelphia try to get home field advantage and, and steal a game. If they could steal a game in Houston, then you know they're going to – I mean, look, at I, I'm i picking right now, I'm picking Houston in five. That's my okay. pick. 
But if they steal a game in Houston and then line up for, you know, to, to win either games three or four at home, then we have ourselves a series. Oh, then yeah, it could be, we sure. then, you know, you know, it'll go back to Houston. And if Philly can just sort of unload everything in game six and force a game seven, and of course, a game seven by definition is a coin toss, um, and then, you know, then we could have a great series. I don't, I think the, I think the Phillies are going to win one of the first two games. And then I think Houston's going to unload. That's where I think it's going to happen. Mm. And I think oh, they're wow. going to win five. Wow. I like that. So, um, because you would think. Which means I just of... cursed the Astros. I'm always wrong. <laughs> that means the Phillies are going to sweep them because nothing makes sense in this postseason. Nothing does make sense. Nothing You're makes right. any we, sense. So we actually had one of our local radio hosts, Matt Thomas from Sports Talk 790. And Eric said, you know, I think the Padres are going to make it to the AL, to the NLCS. And both Matt Thomas and I were like, Haha, the Padres, they're not going to get past the first round. And what do they do? They got past the first round. We're like the Dodgers. Of course, they're going to be in the World Series or the Mets. Of course, they're going to the oh, Braves. Yeah. They exit or the Braves. Teams. It's insane. That's why you play the playoffs. That's why people are scrutinizing the play. Oh, you know, you can't let these guys with 80 wins. It's not fair to the other teams. No, it's fair. It's called you come to the ballpark, and if you don't play well, you lose. That's the bottom line, kids, because H-Town Wheelhouse said so. That's right. Well, hey, um, we're running a bit long here, so uh, H-Town, tell people where they can listen to your terrific show. Yeah, um, YouTube. You can check us out. We go live just about every episode. You can check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Odyssey. And just remember, we're your team every day, and we're always positive, always throws. And you can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Showing nothing but Astros love, and we'll probably get no credit for it. This has been Lockdown MLB. Recording this on the 25th day of October 2022. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.